We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. Ho, ho! Well, I was going to say the final preseason episode, but that's not actually the case because that's true. it's the last preseason game we'll preview. But we got a couple more weeks until the first game of the season. But anyway, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. This is No Other Pod. What's going yeah, bro. on, Dan? This is a podcast that only only talks about times when we beat the LA Galaxy. It feels good, man. <laughs> we we got a we got a rad episode for you. Uh, see what I did there? It's a rad some, episode. Retro? No the new homegrown signing oh i was like <laughs> i'm all about this 96 retro yeah. collection they just launched some like red. Oh, yeah, yeah, they said that in the 90s right that's tubular that's a tubular collection <laughs> they got out there bro yeah. no but, yeah, uh, yeah we'll talk about the new homegrown signing yeah think things are good man we're, we're getting closer okay casey mm-hmm. woso kicks off this week that's a big deal it's exciting so uh you know what it's about wrestlemania you? week oh it is it is it's i almost forgot <laughs> now my, my entire week is just booked <laughs> yeah i uh you know i i have peacock so i'll yes. probably check it out why not well, you should check it out it's Both free nights. and uh this is from what i understand you'll have to confirm if this is true or not but there's fans that are going to be there first time yeah, there's dude. fans in like a year or so similar to the super bowl like very spaced out yeah. fans but for the first time in a year how cool wrestling is, that? is one of those things and, and you're you're the wrestling guy so you it tell me fans. But, but i was gonna say it feels like it, it kind of gets that knock of like eh, it's cheesy or whatnot which like it can be but they, i mean they're doing acrobatic stuff but oh yeah so it's very physical but like you kind of if you're in wrestling i feel like you just kind of like embrace the cheesiness of it and it's kind of mm-hmm. part of the whole thing but i feel like the energy of the fans is what kind of like solidifies it it it's extra or it can be, it seems like extra awkward and extra cheesy when they're trying to act like fans are there, but there's no fans actually there. I, I that's kinda, just kind of. I, I kind of view it as like a, an improv actor. I mean, you kind of need those fans to let you know if you're doing something wrong or right. Right. You know, you need someone there to laugh at you or cheer or boo. You know, how do you know if yeah. your, your heel character is coming over? So you need to watch NXT TakeOver Wednesday and Thursday, man. That's Those are good matches right there. Okay. Well, maybe I'll check that out. But I just, I remember when I was younger watching wrestling, like one of the things that was so, like, at least as a, as a, you know, teenager, one of the things I liked about it so much was how, like when they were doing their, uh, their speeches or their bits or whatever they're called, they were cutting a promo. I guess that's what the lingo mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. The, how they, they interact with the fans and how they, how the fans are reacting to what they're saying in real time. Like, you know, they'll be saying yeah. something, the fans will start booing or chanting and they're like, start arguing with the fans or whatnot. And I feel like just, you know, I watched WrestleMania last year because what else were you going to do in March of 2020? And it just, it felt like they were trying so hard and I commend them for trying as hard as they did. They pulled it off, but like, you know, when, 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 what's his name? Drew McIntyre won his first championship and goes up to the, the corner and holds it up. And then it's just silent, silent. Like it's he, not, he that like same. kind of broke the fourth wall. You know, he like yeah. looked at the camera and said, thank you. Like to his fans. And I'm yeah. like, but dude, in all reality, throw this in with sports. Cause I, I kind of view it as sports. Mm-hmm. 
it's another stepping stone in sports coming back, mm-hmm. whether that's, you know, limited attendance for soccer games, uh, or if it's Texas and everyone and their mom <laughs> can go to a baseball game, uh, you know, football did their thing semi-successfully, I'd say last year. Yeah. Uh, unless it was NCAA, they just suck all around <laughs> for many reasons. Right. But, uh, yeah, dude, thanks for coming back. And, uh, I'm excited to be at Children's Mercy Park. Yeah. Some tickets are available for the first games of the, of, of the year. Um, we still don't know how this is going to play out over the course of the year with restriction yeah. capacity uh, or capacity it's just restrictions. Game by game. Baseball teams are selling tickets like a week ahead of time. Right. And you can't buy them. You have to buy them ahead of time. So they yeah. can like fix the stadium, I guess, to right. distance people. So it's Well, weird. I think I saw like the New York Yankees. I think they allowed 10,000 fans in and you either had to show proof of vaccination oh. or a negative COVID test within the last three days. To get wow in. and if you're the rangers get on in here and get yourself a hug who needs a mask <laughs> come on in kiss your neighbor kiss your neighbor don't <laughs> mind my sneezing i've been sneezy it's spring yeah. spring allergies <laughs> so it's you know different parts of the country are doing different things it's weird but man i uh, i think sporting's gonna gonna continue to to be smart about how they open up and kansas city the the government uh, of, of kck but also Casey Mo, like they're going to be working in lockstep to, to try to be smart about how this happens. So right. we'll see. Just another reason to get your vaccination, man, because if they do require you to show a card at some point in time, sure. You got to do it, you know, which yeah. I'm also like, can't those be forged? Like, I mean, people can forge money. Okay. You don't think people can go make a fake COVID card? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I know I've seen things online about how they're selling fake ones. I don't know how you, That's you determine what me. is real or not. Because I mean, the first well, you got to hold it up to see George Washington in the in the sunlight. Because <laughs> when I got mine for the first dose, they had like a sticker they put on it and they like stamped it and it looked all official. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. But then for the second dose, I got the dude just wrote it, and I was like, I could have written this. And so yeah. I I don't know how they know what's what. I think but... mine's written with a sticker as well i don't i don't know yeah i mean i think it's mostly honor system and there are people working on like the the vaccine passports quote unquote i don't think sporting's sure. probably going to require anything like that is my guess they're just gonna i can't imagine to enforce some level of social distancing probably restricted capacity to an extent but we'll see well, i am taking my mother to the mother's day game and it'll be her first ever sporting KC game. Well, there you go. Like back in the day, she, she was always talking about it. Oh, we need to come up there with you, you know? And I'm like, okay, you know, you probably won't. But in all honesty, you got to bring her to the game yeah. or she's not going to talk to you for a year because you missed Mother's Day for a sporting event. <laughs> right. It's uh, it's it's interesting, man. Yeah, they're, they're selling some tickets. Um, you know, there are tickets that are available right now for, for various games on, on SeatGeek. And, you know, I think apparently from, from SeatGeek, you can buy tickets all the way through uh, May 29th right now. So to what? To sporting? The, I don't know if these are official tickets or resale tickets or what, but that's what it says. I can go on no. SeatGeek right now and buy tickets for Houston Dynamo at Sporting KC Saturday, May 29th. You clicked buy tickets and it showed seats and shit? I'm looking right now. I'm trying to figure out are they, this is official box office. Very oh. Because yeah. I think I went in further and it like it said, oh, not on sale yet. Let me see. Row 20, section 130, two tickets, $69 each. Sporting what? KC box office. Continue to check out. Seems like it. Well, that's I thought strange, they were, right? I thought they were limiting purchases to uh like more near-term dates but i think they have been yeah that's why the only only the first four games are available that's what i thought too but now it seems like i can buy some bro this is weird i've seen people upset online about their season tickets as well yeah have you seen this yeah uh they they're just they're just mad that they can only buy it in groups of two which i'll say guys if you have an issue please contact your ticket rep right because i had a good experience with mine and he, he really helped me out so more often than not your ticket rep is going to be able to help you out in some way it may not be exactly the, oh, the he resolution can pull strings dude or she they can do they'll, they can they'll, do things you can't yeah they'll figure it out i'm trying to look through the old sporting news stories to see if i can find anything about 
tickets because I thought I saw the same thing you did where it's like, hey, for tickets the first four games on sale, and maybe since then they've quietly launched more, or maybe Bro, SeatGeek I, is I messing have up. season tickets, so I mean, no, they haven't launched more. It's just the first four. They've only charged you for the first four, or they? Well, no, I was only allowed to get the first four. Like I have a credit from last year's or whatever, and uh, was able to apply that credit towards these games. It's weird, man. SeatGeek seems like it's now. It could be a thing where, like, if I, I'm not gonna actually put in my card number and whatnot, but if, no, don't do that. You'll uh, you'll buy tickets. <laughs> let's see here, because this is on on March 31st, so this is within the last week. Single game tickets for Sporting's first four home matches of 2021 now on sale. Yeah, uh, that is it. At SportingKC.com/slash. Well, someone didn't tell SeatGeek because, hmm. uh, well, it says. Are those only the first four games though? Am I like, am I going crazy? Hold on. Wait, Hold. that is one of the first four games. The phone. What have you done? What have you done? We had this whole okay. conversation for we nothing. <laughs> that is one of the first four home games. I'm looking at it. I, I got confused because if you click on all matches, I think that's where I got confused is there's a lot more than four, but that includes, that includes the away games. I am disregard everything we've talked about for the I last. I am a hot ball of rage at you right now. <laughs> what is How many this? people have been yelling at the podcast for the last five minutes as we've well, been I, talking I just about let it this. happen. You did. I just let it happen. You did. I have half a mind to cut this out of the podcast and no. not release this section. No, we don't cut things out. But we don't. We never do. So you wouldn't cut out my accidental racist rant. No, I'm just kidding. That never happened. That never <laughs> happened. <laughs> I uh I don't know man that's yeah it <laughs> I don't know what just, what just happened. Well, we'll forgive you for this, but that was uh, I'm gonna that blame was it on a hard time, my friend. A long week. <laughs> it's not even Monday. What is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I just <laughs> anywho, you can buy tickets to the first four games through May. T- I think this is the thing. May 29th seems like it's so far away because it doesn't feel like it's a week into April already. Like I still think like it's the beginning of March. And so yeah, like, it weird. that's like the middle of the season. There's no way that's only four games in. I mean, we'll have true soccer that we care about, you know, counting Casey Woso. I mean, this, this Friday, but right. Sporting's right around the corner too, man. Yeah. It's Is awesome. that what we're calling him by the way? Casey Woso? Uh, Casey Woso, Casey NWSL. Uh, yeah. One of those two. Casey Woso just is easier to, to Casey say. Casey Woso rolls off the tongue a lot better. So Let's let's get into a little bit of sporting news that's not me terribly miscalculating what the first four games of the year are and causing confusion for everybody. Let's do so, it. <laughs> the uh, sporting kind of got people's hopes up about a week ago and then dropped a bomb on everybody because they, they, they teased the signing on April 1st. And people should have known April 1st, anything you see on Twitter is mostly going to be made up unless you're the North Carolina Tar Heels and you decide to announce on April Fool's Day that your most legendary basketball coach of all time is retiring and it's a real story. But sporting, they put the little like hand signature emoji and that indicates a signing. And people are like, oh my God, is it, is it the left winger? Um, what's going on? And then they put out this story and it's like sporting KC acquires Mexican striker, Danny Rojas on loan from English club AFC. And it had a quote from Ted Lasso and it quickly became apparent that this was an April fool's joke. Unless you haven't seen Ted Lasso and you're like, Oh, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Is a league AMX guy. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't, I haven't seen Ted Lasso yet for honestly. Okay. And so I saw the name at first of Danny Rojas and it didn't connect, but within the tweet, they had Danny Danny Rojas. They had the picture of Jason Sudeikis and the quote from Ted Lasso. And it was like, as part of the terms of the deal, it's like Ted Lasso gets a met or uh, the club AFC Richmond gets a metric ton of Kansas city barbecue sauce or whatnot. And that's where like, okay, it's pretty clear. Kind of funny. This is, yeah. So yeah. You're like, okay, pretty clear. I should subscribe to Apple TV. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to watch it soon. It's probably the next show I'll watch once I finally finish Shit's Creek, but some good stuff on there bro i could build you a list (laughs) but there was some mixed reaction i think to this sort of joke because i think people are so strung up about we still need more signings that some people kind of got mad yeah i mean were those also april fools mad jokes like someone was like i'm canceling my season tickets and i was like hold hold on 
hold on why are you saying this yeah it's it's pretty uh it's pretty wild how people kind of go a little crazy for seemingly innocuous stuff now maybe it would have been better if sporting didn't first tease the signing with a little emoji like if they just would have put this out it might have gone over a little better but um well i'll tell you what the the things uh uh you know past april fool's jokes no one took that crap seriously like uh uh what's his name getting catfished or uh you know tim Melia going on dancing with the stars colton storm you know yeah colton storm i shouldn't i should have came out and been like how dare you disrespect dancing with the stars that's a great (laughs) reality show how dare you give him hopes of winning a mirror ball yeah it's (laughs) it's uh it's it's pretty funny but you know i think look is a joke people got over it it's fine i think it's a great joke i think it's great and i'm i have no problem with the signing emoji like it's april fools get your ass off the internet like you could spend one day a year just get off the internet it's actually pretty cathartic people not scrolling twitter and instagram all day it feels great i saw there was some company that was doing a contest where it was like literally you just had to not use any screens for a 24 hour period literally 24 hours no screens no devices and they'd pay you 2500 bucks that'd be pretty crazy and i was like yeah i mean they were trying people trying to be like it's going to be harder than you imagine and i'm sure it would be but i'm like just grab a tent go camping for 20 for like a day don't bring your phone and just chill in the woods for a day and you'll be fine yeah that makes sense i hate camping but uh (laughs) i'd have to do something else read books yeah there you go (laughs) oh what if i'm reading a book on my tablet i fail that's a screen can't do it um we got to watch actual sporting Casey soccer over this past weekend. Yeah, that was weird, right? It was interesting. I was like, uh, I think my TV has a browser. Let's check it out. It was well, cool. and that was better because I I did it through the sporting KC app, and there wasn't the sporting KC app doesn't have the ability to cast it to a screen. Apparently, um, I tried well, to airplay it to my Apple TV. Airplay, yeah, but it I had to mirror my phone screen to get it to work. It didn't have the little like option typically, at least that I could find. Now maybe I'm an old man and I don't know how to use technology but I'm usually pretty good with technology and there was no airplay button anywhere to get just the picture up there. Cause it, it was like, I think it maybe had something to do with the same sort of like restrictions they had as far as like geo locking. Sometimes there are certain videos that you're not allowed to airplay them, but I had to mirror oh. my phone. So I had it playing on my phone and then also on my TV screen, but it worked. Okay. Yeah. If you turn your phone over, so it's not bothering you and you can't, mm-hmm. can't text nobody. So you're paying more attention to the game. Right. Uh, I'm all for it, but luckily, preseason's done, and we don't got to deal with that anymore. Yeah. Well, was... unless you want to try some uh, rigmarole to uh, get past Bally Sports Network. <laughs> well, there's that. That's going to be an issue for both Sporting KC yeah. and the Royals. That's right. But uh, this this was an interesting game. You know, it was a, sort of a mix of probably expected starting eleven players and some backup players who who were out there at first and. It wasn't, you know, the most high energy game. I think that's the thing about preseason that you notice is like it's 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 slower than a regular season game just because players aren't up to full fitness yet. It doesn't have the same energy. But this little uh, John Luca Buzio kid. It had energy, bro. Buzio did a thing. But also Roger was like jabber jawing with with a Galaxy player. And I was like, there's my guy. We're back, baby. <laughs> well, Roger only came in for what, like the last 30 minutes? Last 30, sure. So. But I was like, the intensity's there, dude. They're ready to play meaningful games. Yeah. Uh, this this little turn and touch by Buzio off of his left foot was pretty good. You might say he was putting the team on his back? <laughs> he had the, the nice little uh, tap up off of his left foot to kind of get the ball off the ground, took a bounce, and then he fired it, curled it into the far corner from just outside the box. That's and what you like goalie, to see. Yeah, you love to see it. And the goalie just kind of stood there like, what was that? <laughs> didn't expect that. Was that a bird? Uh, <laughs> but but no, it, it was good. And, and, you know, I think something that's been consistent throughout the preseason is the starters mostly played pretty well. Yeah, and don't judge too much, obviously, because Jacob Peterson told us every five minutes, don't judge this team. It's preseason, you know. Right. And we're like, we know, Jacob, but it's been forever since we've watched soccer. Let us have this. <laughs> Jacob was, was pretty funny. Um, I, yeah, he just kept trying to be like, you know, don't 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 read too much into anything. But right. well, we're it, going to. It's hard we're a podcast, not to. Jacob. <laughs> it's hard not to when it's the first game we've been, been able to watch in months. 
and um, it was the galaxy so like they trash don't read into it you know right i do think it was interesting to to see some of the younger guys come in there you know we haven't seen you know tyler freeman very much uh you know so being able to see him uh being able to see um Oh God, why am I blanking on, on oh, even seeing Wilson Harris do his thing for as long as we did. Wilson Harris, Grayson Barber. Um, I always want to Cisneros. Ozzy Cisneros came in. Uh, or Grayson in, Barber got that uh, good head of hair. Cam Duke got in some good minutes. Yeah. So not from North Carolina, like Carter Augustine messed up <laughs> that, on there. <laughs> that was funny. He came out and apologized about that. Yeah, on yeah, the air. That was good. But um, I don't know. It was just good to see. And, and I'm excited to see, you know, where, some of these young guys go this season. Felipe Hernandez, they talk about how Roger says he sees a lot of himself in, in Felipe Hernandez. So, and so what better person to learn under, man? Like, we're, we're, we're going to have Roger Espinosa for years through Felipe Hernandez. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Felipe's got, I mean, he's still a young guy. He's got to maybe beef up a little bit if he wants to get to Roger's status. Roger's That's not true, a, a bulky guy, but, he, but he's certainly not scrawny. Yeah, but he'll cut you uh roger will roger will slice and dice man he's, he's he'll fight you yeah Ro- roger's roger's a, a well-built guy for his size who's who's yeah. very physical so if, if uh felipe wants to muscle some guys off the ball the way roger does i mean they call him they call him the bulldog for a reason you ever met so. roger probably one of the nicest mm-hmm. freaking guys too man yeah roger's great roger's always been great uh roger's super nice Ilya's super nice i mean Ilya, see, we can't have Ilya on the podcast till we do podcasts in person because I need that patented Ilya cheek kiss, my friend. <laughs> I see him giving out cheek kisses and I'm like, COVID or not, you better kiss my cheek, you Spanish butte. <laughs> <laughs> do, I, uh, do I need to put that in the interview request when we send that in? To the, now, <laughs> we, we want to interview him, but on one condition, he needs to give Dan a cheek kiss. Yeah, if we could do it in person, you know, me as tu papa, and we'll just do a little, little smooch, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh we'll 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 see we'll see if we can make that happen i'll I'll, I'll put that in as a special request i said fucking spanish butte (laughs) half spanish half canadian i don't know oh my lord uh yeah i was abbreviating beauty all right not canadian what the hell (laughs) (laughs) it's a butte is what people from canada that's how they abbreviate beauty oh Oh, isn't she a butte hey (laughs) Hey, we'll drink some Labatt Blue, eh? Yeah, that's that's what that's that's how you talk when you're Canadian. Oh my lord! I would know, right? I've never yeah, been to Canada. That's true. You would so, know. I've been in Canadian waters. That's a thing. I was oh, on a okay. boat, and we were in you know whale watching up in uh, the the most northern part of Washington. And I looked down at my phone, and suddenly I was on Canadian cellular service, and apparently we had crossed over into what's considered Canadian waters. And I was like, oh, don't call anybody right now. Oh wow! <laughs> don't have the international plan. A hundred dollars. Yeah. But, uh, and I saw Canada. They were like, that land technically is part of Canada. And I was like, oh, oh cool. Hello, Canada. And you were like, hey, I like your black velvet whiskey. It's very cheap. <laughs> I like your maple syrup. Uh, I like your poontang. <laughs> don't think that's what it's that called. called? <laughs> no, it's close, but it's something different. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Uh, but the other interesting tidbit from this game that I thought was, was, was kind of cool. And, and I didn't know they could do this, but did you hear on the broadcast when they were like, Peter actually wanted to play 120 minutes. I did just hear have that. an extended game and the galaxy Vanny and the galaxy were like, now nah, we can't do that. They were like, we don't have enough people for that. Like, right. I think they're, they're very understaffed right now with players and injuries. So yeah, not great, but, but it was overall a good game. I forget. And they've mentioned this on the, on the broadcast too that John Pulskamp is what 19 years old because that dude looks like he's 47 that dude likes him he looks like a man's man dude <laughs> like that is he looks older than Tim Melia if I'm being honest he does it's he does. weird is I it because he has facial hair it's his facial well he's a he's a well-built dude I think it's yeah. the facial hair plus his he's he's very strong and yeah. I just I looked at him I was like there's no way he's not 38 years old it's weird yeah I dig it though. I totally <laughs> dig it. Cause for that position, I mean, that position will age you alone. Right. Okay. Right. It's going to put you through the gauntlet. Uh, right. Once you take a couple blasted off your face. <laughs> it's just, I, I saw him and I forget. It's been a while since I've seen John Pulse camp. So I, I saw him come out there. And at first I was like, that's not him. Last time I saw him, he didn't look like he was 37. Like I, didn't, I don't think he rough, had the, the facial hair the same way. He has like the little bit the longer hair now. He's put on a little bit more muscle, and I just was like, he he looks you know looks a little older. So. COVID got him. COVID COVID made him lose his razor. That's what it was. <laughs> 
But no, we uh, we were very excited to to see that game. Um, we we did have a question from uh, uh, Mike McGrew, Zadigdastic on Twitter. Uh, many of you probably follow him. He does some Sporting KC stats and analysis sometimes. We got a question. Stuff. Mike McGrew he, has a question for us. He says, "Do you feel Sporting KC has done enough to claim the 2021 visit Tucson Sun Cup?" <laughs> Which is that, I, is that I a say, thing? why is not? That- no, yeah. not this year. It's not a thing, uh, but we can just damn make right it, a thing. it is. Sponsored by no other pod. Sponsored by no other pod and the five galaxy fans that drove all that way. That was weird. That was so weird. Was weird. We hear your chance. Stop it. All you're saying is LA Galaxy. LA <laughs> Galaxy. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yes, I know we do the sporting KC call and response, but you're not going to do that at the Tucson Sun Cup. No, and not when there's four people there. Four people. But, uh, Bro, that'd be like you and me going like, <laughs> we're a part of a Just the, when we, it was like when we went to uh, the uh, SPR playoff games and there weren't a ton of people there and there should have been more people there, but it would have been yeah. like you and I just standing out being our own little cheering section amongst everybody else sitting down. That would have been so weird, man. So, and you just yeah. gotta you gotta be close to the camera so they can hear everything you're That's saying. Right. That's right. I think, uh, yeah, Mike. Let's just declare by decree, sure. by royal decree, that Sporting KC has has won the 2021 visit Tucson Sun Cup. I mean, we did lose once. Oh no, we tied once. We, we tied once, but but we had we had two wins. Yeah, two so wins and a tie. I, I say, you know, it's it's a seven points out of four games. That's we have points. a. Uh, um, let's see here. A, a plus four goal differential yeah so you know eight goals to four allowed i think that's that's got to be good enough right it's pretty good i have a question for you uh do you think our defense could be fixed does that defensive line look like a, a d line you'd like to get behind i think it is far too early to to determine if it is fixed i think Every I'm time I see Andre Fontes on the field, I lose a little bit of life because he still gets caught way up the field way too often. That's and not fair. Can't recover. Sean Goodwin said, "Don't judge him. Be ready." Sean Goodwin well, put out okay. a writing thing. Shout out to Sean Goodwin because that article actually was really good, and I, <laughs> it was actually really good. No, Sean, no, as opposed to the garbage you usually. No, that's put not out. what I meant. I just meant like <laughs> I I don't have and I haven't had and I still don't really but a lot of sympathy for for andrea fontes but i think it actually did a good job of sort of illuminating what maybe has been going on over the last couple of years because i think people knew he was injured but talking about like the history of 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 the injury that he had on his other leg uh before coming to sporting kc sort of helps you understand a little bit more why he's he's as uh careful with with injuries as he is and how you know this is, it takes a year to recover but even after that just kind of being like i don't want to push it too hard and then potentially end my career and and i just thought it was really interesting the anecdote that was in there when he was uh he said that he was training by himself and doing some exercises and peter actually had to come up to him and be like if you can do that by yourself you're healthy enough and good enough to be out there with the team there's no reason you can't be it's just a mental thing at this point and so the next day, Fontos got out there, and it's going to take him some time. I mean, there's a big difference between jumping into team training activities and getting back to a full speed game. No, and he no played doubt. some last year, but it's, I mean, that was a weird year. Well, so, what was our starting line? I mean, our starting back line was Luis Martin. Martin. EC. EC. Um, uh, I think Fontos started with him this last uh, game. Did Fontos start and then Jalen yeah. Lindsay started? And then Jalen Lindsay. But, uh, but there okay. were the, the couple of chances that the Galaxy had. It was like Fontas just getting caught and, and not knowing, do I go up? Do I stay back? Yeah. And he got caught in no man's land and couldn't recover. You know, I've had a year of like multitasking focus. It actually took a good amount of effort for me to sit there and actually watch something. It, like yeah. actually watch a full soccer game. It's a real My thing. mind was all over the place, bro. It was crazy. It's a real thing. I mean, it's it's tough having screens everywhere now where like, even when I'm watching shows, I have to like consciously be like, I'm choosing to watch this TV show. Don't pick up my phone and decide to check Twitter halfway through the show because then you're not going to know what's going on. You're going to have to rewind yeah, it and all that. So I'll call out my wife for that. She'll pick up her phone and I'll be like, so you're bored. And she's like, no, it's just a stupid habit, you know, and it is. It we is. do get on Twitter and just like start scrolling. Yeah. Just the thing. Not good. But, uh, but the, the preseason games are done. And coming out of the preseason, Peter Vermees must have been pretty impressed because uh, homegrown 
Cave Rad. I think it is it Rad or Rod. I don't really know how you say it, but nineteen-year-old uh, center good. back becomes. A lot of people are saying Rad. By the way, that's a new thing. People are saying the word Rad. It's that's Rad, back. bro. No, it's stupid. Stop saying it. I've heard it from so many different people. My brother said it. My friend said it. What is this? What is going on? What have I missed? What's Do old you say is new. Rad? What's old is new. Do you say Rad? Not now. No, I'm okay. Don't do it. Yeah, no. Don't bring don't it into your life. I don't know what what do, what do people say now. That slaps. Is that what people still say? Uh, it's on fleek, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what people say. Yeah, yeah. I'm bringing it back. You're, you're bringing that back. Um, I I don't know. My Eddie, my youngest brother Eddie. He's he's ten years younger than I am. Oh, he's Doctor so Cool. He's he's he knows all the lingo, and I'll occasionally I'll be I'll just send him random things that don't make sense, but they're in all like gen z language and he's just like i hate you i hate you. <laughs> you're like explain this to me please what is this i'll just start saying like he'll he'll ask me a question and i'll just answer and like knowing i'm using these phrases totally wrong yeah but just and he's just like please stop <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh it's a good time um, nice but cave rad uh, he's the 16th homegrown player to emerge from the Sporting Kansas City Academy. A bunch of those have come in the last few years. I mean, yeah, and he's a he, twin. He is a twin. Uh, comes from North Carolina, but he's the fourth homegrown to sign in 2021. Wilson Harris technically signed at the end of 2020. Uh, but then, I mean, gosh, since 2018, we've had one, two, three, four. This is a segment we call Counting with Jimmy. We did it last week. We're doing it again. Five, six, seven, Stop. eight, nine, ten, eleven doing? players have signed homegrown contracts since 2018. That's a full team. That is so, a, that's a starting squad right there. It's, I mean, it is. It is. That's, that's so, cool, man. And that's, that's just a testament of what they're building there. And that's, you know, Peter said at one time, he'd love to have a whole squad of homegrown people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is that is that agoraphobic to want only Americans on your uh, on your squad, Peter? I mean, I think that's honestly isn't that the dream of any soccer club is like to be able to have a team that you fully develop of players that you scouted from your own backyard and be able True. to bring up. Like, but it's super sexy when you get that you know European signing or Mexican signing. It's like, yeah, dude, caliente, Alan Palido, caliente. <laughs> So, okay, I want to, I have, we have a question about that in a sec that I, I want to touch on, but I just wanted to give this quote, uh, Peter Ramiz, um, talking about uh, Kaveh Rad, uh, he has a high level of courage and braveness in his play, which I really admire a lot and hope continues to grow um, and that he stays very confident in that regard. So what I gather from that quote is Peter liked what he saw in the preseason. This isn't a signing that's going to start making immediate first team impacts or minutes, but they liked what they saw enough that this is probably like, hey, we're, we're, we're putting this confidence, this, we're taking this leap of faith with you. Now you continue to put in the work, continue to get better, and there's a pathway here. Uh, I don't expect that we're going to start seeing him right away, but but I think this, yeah. is, this is a cool thing. Just so. Very cool. Very cool. I love, uh, I love seeing people sign contracts and make more money than most of us uh, <laughs> at that age, so... <laughs> so we but you were talking about like it's it's cool to see these big name players come in from other places like yeah. alan Polito and whatnot so we got a question via direct message from steve kozasek i don't know yeah. how to pronounce that last name but kazutak he says are mls designated players taking playing time and money away from american players and ultimately hurting u.s soccer's ability to compete internationally and i think wow. this came on the heels of the u23s failing to qualify for the olympics sure. for the third straight time or whatnot but I have some thoughts on this. I'm curious if you have some thoughts. Yeah, I mean, how are you gonna how are you gonna hit us with big questions that make us like think about stuff? That's that's my first <laughs> thought. Like, what the hell are you doing to us? Uh, but I mean, he's onto something, right? It makes sense. It's you're not gonna be able to get that time and get noticed. No internet, no U.S. you know squad has come to scout someone from SKC two or something. You know what I mean? I think. So this is what I would say. No, I do not think MLS designated players are taking playing time and money away from American players because it's not like you take, you know, random American player. Let's Wilson Harris. Wilson Harris may end up being a very good player, but let's say Alan Polito's not here. Wilson Harris jumps into the starting 11 literally right now. If you if you don't allow these quality players whether they're from the United States or elsewhere, but in many cases they're coming from elsewhere right now because the U.S. is still playing catch-up as far as 
soccer player development. If you don't allow the quality players to come here, play in your league, play alongside your American players, they're never going to be able to play against better competition, train against better competition, learn from better competition, and ultimately get better. I mean, there's a reason that, you know, MLS or the English Premier League or the Bundesliga or whatnot, they have limits on the amount of international players you can have on a team because they want you to not overlook domestic talent. But we'd be kidding ourselves if we just said, oh, yeah, get rid of the Carlos Velas, the Alan Politos, the, the Wayne Rooney's, the Chicharitos, the whoever, and suddenly American soccer, U.S. soccer is going to compete on the international level. So that'd be the first thing I'd say. The second thing I'd say is, as much as the two are conflated all the time, and and it's usually because of their own doing, it's not MLS's responsibility to ensure that the U.S. Soccer Federation is competitive internationally. That's the U.S. Soccer Federation's responsibility. And yes, they can have a partnership with MLS, but half the time the coaches of, of, of the U.S. national teams come and, and poo-poo MLS players anyway and, and always choose foreign talent over them. So, you know, it's... English Premier League's not turning away players like, you know, Bruno Fernandes or Romelu Lukaku because they're not from England. You get the best players that you can get and and high tide raises all boats. Carlos Vela coming to MLS makes MLS better, which makes people Whoa. around him better. Well, loose lips sink ships. <laughs> so how's that for your high tide and your boats? There you go. So I do think it's important that we, uh, I, I here's what I would say. What's hurting U.S. soccer's ability to compete internationally is not the MLS-designated player. It is our terrible, terrible development and scouting infrastructure that starts at the U.S. soccer level, goes down through the pay-to-play system, and continuously overlooks actually talented players who cannot ever get noticed or compete at the national level because they don't have the resources or the privilege or whatnot that they need to get noticed. There are hundreds, if not thousands of players out there who could make us a soccer powerhouse if our system was better at finding identifying and developing talent that already exists in the country it's just too often it becomes a rich person sport so i will now step off my soapbox no that makes sense man (laughs) that makes sense um yeah i got nothing else to say about it but yeah i can (laughs) see where you're coming from um let's let's shift gears here uh we got a, a a little bit longer i want to talk about some things Oh, you're um, trying to talk about movie night at Children's Mercy Park? Oh, I forgot that's a thing. <laughs> that is a thing. <laughs> you know, last year, watch parties and stuff at Children's Mercy Park, I was just like out of. I was yeah. I was like out. I'm like, no, I see what you're doing. I see why you're doing it, but I'm out. You know what I mean? I won't shame anyone who goes, but I don't feel comfortable. Now it's like, hey, man, it's not a bad thing. But I, uh, you know, we all have very expensive TVs to watch the soccer game at home too, you know? right but uh yeah i don't know what what movie they're watching uh uh, i don't remember rio or something no (laughs) rio that's old that's an older movie bird movie no what are they watching come on damn it it was something i'm looking it up because they're doing it's like a two-night thing right i think so two nights i'm i'm looking i'm oh trolls trolls is it trolls okay well there you go which i'm like now i'm like hey sounds cool but i haven't seen the first one so i'm out I've seen the you first know? one, but I have not seen the second one. This one. Oh, happens. so you're going? <laughs> probably not. It's free, bro. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm probably not gonna go. But I that's think they're both against... on Peacock. Probably. No, I'm pretty sure they are. Um, and then they're also hosting a, a Sunday with sporting uh, event at Bar K for fans with dogs on April yes. 11th. If I had dogs that didn't want to kill you, I would look into doing that. But uh, no yeah they're 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 small but vicious face off well one's more loud than anything the other one will absolutely chomp into your leg (laughs) (laughs) um but you know the other cool thing that sporting well mls really just launched a little bit before we started recording this is this retro since 96 collection in partnership with mitchell and ness who does a lot of cool stuff for a lot of teams across a lot of leagues they do but uh kansas city whiz Got some cool gear. It's cool. There's one jersey. I'm all. I'm just like Sporting already did the throwback kit. Like it looks exactly like that. So it does. But pass. but they don't. They don't sell them anymore. So right. There's and they have sort of a, a replicate 
version of the original kit, which is kind of cool. That's it's a little be. different, but uh, it, it's it's close enough that if you don't have an original one like myself, uh, well, Sporting's <laughs> going to probably do that this year anyway. So well, they did say someone asked, okay, so is this the retro jersey for this year? And they said, stay tuned. Uh, I think Sporting's Instagram accidentally leaked one of the upcoming designs because they said more designs are coming. Ah. But if you noticed on their original Instagram post, there was a, a screenshot. I didn't because I didn't know it was it wasn't supposed to be there until I went back and looked. I'm like, ah, oh, they removed this picture. There's a picture of Gianluca Buzio and a sick looking hoodie. And I was like, I want that hoodie. And then I clicked on the huh. link and I couldn't find the hoodie. And I was like, what the heck is going on? And I went back to look. At, it was a retro hoodie. So Kansas City had like red and yellow, uh, you know, stripes on it, blue and black. Like it looked really cool. Uh, always branding said Kansas city and the old font across it they, they got a long post, sleeve huh? they got a long sleeve shirt that looks not quite the same but there's a long sleeve shirt available but this hoodie was nowhere to be found and i was like where is this hoodie i want to buy it and i went back to sporting's instagram they had deleted the post took out that picture and then put mm-hmm. up the other photos just without that one so you gotta you gotta screenshot everything man remember when i screenshot when sporting replied to a sex bot <laughs> I, do, I do remember that and i got in trouble i got in trouble i was told to take it down <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that but i, yep, do remember I was blacklisted that's why that's why we never got acknowledged as a true podcast my friend maybe maybe because i'm it. taking pics <laughs> yeah um i i love this windbreaker this classic whiz windbreaker yeah you would but i, I already have enough toots as it is you know oh that, <laughs> that's that's what i want and i mean look the uh the polo shirt's pretty cool too the kansas city whiz polo shirt what i what i don't need is is um the bill belichick hoodie i don't need one of those the t-shirt hoodie yeah that's i wish it was a sleeveless hoodie bro let's go (laughs) yes i want one dude i want i'm I'm trying to be the rock you know and his hoodies are way too expensive yeah well you know that's interesting but there's some cool stuff in here interesting are you just like that's uh, interesting i guess you're trying to get buff now that's great <laughs> rock uh no the rock you know i just i i hadn't thought about the connection to the rock with his sleeveless uh hoodies but well, i guess un- under armor stuff you know yeah no that makes sense um there's some cool there's some cool gear here classic mls stuff is pretty cool so I'm a and it's other teams too man so i'm like i was kind of perusing the other teams i was like that's all pretty cool it is you know i was never a fan of anyone else but it's all kind of neat but it's it's cool i mean you know and they had to figure out a way to get the seattle sounders and the portland timbers in there even though they're not original mls teams they not they technically fair. had teams back then but i just not thought it was same. funny that they were like yeah we'll get them there's too much money in those teams to not include them so i guess man because they'll buy them they certainly yeah. will the sounders gears pretty i the timbers gears whatever the sounders gears pretty cool yeah, if you need more toilet paper, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's uh it's it's a cool collection they got going there. So uh we did have uh Daniel Gooden asked us about that. So I think it's pretty cool. And then one of the, the other things that I wanted to talk about is did you hear or see what MLS said about one, how they're gonna continue their five substitutions in, in 2021, but they're yeah. implementing this new concussion substitute as part of a FIFA pilot program yeah you get the pink card or the blue card depending on what sex baby you have and uh it's so it's so strange to me I was trying to read it and then I started to go a little cross-eyed and I was like eh, someone else will explain it later so it is it is kind of complicated but here's here's my best um explanation so there's going to continue to be five regular substitutions across three substitution opportunities basically same thing that happened last year you can have five subs but you can only make them at three different points in the game okay easy enough beyond the five normal substitutions each team will be able to make an additional two quote-unquote concussion substitutions when there is a suspected concussion so basically a concussion substitution can be made immediately after a concussion occurs or suspected after an on-field assessment or off-field assessment or at a time when a concussion is suspected, including when a player had been cleared to play, but continued to have symptoms during the game. So basically what it means is you can use all five of your subs, but then if somebody gets a head injury, 
you don't have to feel like, well, shoot, I got to leave him out there. Otherwise I'm going to be down a man because that's dangerous for the player. You can take him off and use a concussion substitution. So you can have now up to seven substitutions in the game. Hopefully not because that would mean two of your players got concussed. But now here's where it gets interesting. You might be asking yourself, well, if a player gets a concussion in the 70th minute and you can bring on a new player, isn't that an unfair advantage to the other team? Because even though you have a concussed player, you now have a a fresh player on the field who you wouldn't have had otherwise. Well, that's why if you have a concussion substitution, the opposing team is also allowed to match a substitution at the same time. So even though they don't have a concussion, it's they're they're giving them an opportunity to bring on a a fresh player as well to level the playing Mm. field. So in theory, technically, each team could sub off nine players in a single game if they took off their five regular substitutions and then both teams had two players get concussed. My God, you could have stoppage time of 10 minutes every game. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, there's a substitution pass. That's this pink card that you talked about, which is a substitution pass. And then the blue card is the substitution pass. If you're the additional substitution for the team it's that's matching and it's uh, it's, it's going to get a little complicated, but I mean, overall, this is good, right? I'm trying to reduce head injuries, even yeah, if it's complicated. Yeah, no, I see it. I see it. It is a little complicated. That is the best way to explain it for people who don't want to go read the article like me. Uh, but overall, that's a positive. Absolutely. I think it's just like, you know, and, and Taylor Twelman, you've, you've heard of his rants, I'm sure, about concussions and head injuries and whatnot. I also heard Taylor Twelman getting fucking cut up by Josie Altador. That was interesting. <laughs> That's a thing that I went down a rabbit hole on. That one was, look, here's here's what I'll say about that. Cause we didn't even talk about that. No. What Josie was generally mad about, I understand. And I think there's merit to being mad about because yes, absolutely black players have to face disproportionate criticism and are often pigeonholed into the, you know, pace, power, um, you know, athletic type, you know, stereotype. What I was confused about is I was trying to find the connection to what Taylor Twelman said about the Olympic team not qualifying. That's where I I was like, I think what Josie is is mad about in general is a good thing. I don't understand why he's taking out Taylor Twelman or why he took out Bobby Warshaw with a stray bullet out of nowhere when Bobby hasn't been on extra time in a year. (laughs) Bobby's got to be just like, what the hell did I do? He's just sitting there enjoying his Wednesday afternoon. And next thing he knows, he's like, oh, Josie took me out. I'm getting lit up for no reason. <laughs> I, I'm not even part of this. And yeah. I, do, I don't even know Taylor Twelman. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, Taylor knows better than anybody. He can, if he can give out criticism, he can take it all the same. Yeah. But uh, it, Josie did kind of say, you know, this white boy needs to shut the hell up, essentially. So. Well, and I think that's where the connection ultimately came in is he was like, and there's there's more nuance here than probably we can dissect in a short amount of time in a podcast because I think what Josie was actually mad about is he's like here's another white commentator who's got a lot of opinions who in Josie's estimation is only where he is because of his connections. Mm-hmm. Now, I would argue that Taylor, whether you agree or disagree with his opinions, he's a very good TV personality because sure. he's animated, he's passionate, he's energetic, uh, he he's. He doesn't have crazy takes like Skip Bayless, but he's he's really good at what he does. Yeah. He also he's, has connections that probably helped him get to where he is. Probably so. But are there black soccer commentators? I, I mean, I'm I'm like I'm having a hard time like really thinking of any big ones. There's there ought to be. Kobe you know, Jones, not, but Kobe Jones is also is he, really connected with Prager U and some super alt right stuff. So it's not oh, great. Okay. So we don't really we don't really acknowledge him. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I'm sure there are. In, in, in England, uh, I think there, there might be some in, in the international game. Well, that's insane because England is super racist. They, well, and they just, yeah, they, they had a whole big thing recently where England has just formally announced that they are not institutionally racist. And they're yeah. like, okay, well, it's not quite how it works. Yeah, I mean, but, pretty, sure, pretty sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. But that's why I think what Josie was generally upset about, I get why he took out Taylor as much. And even when Taylor kind of tried to be the bigger man and was like, Hey, love athletes speaking their mind, Josie's foundation. It's a great cause. Everybody go donate. And Josie was like, get the hell out of here with your money. Unreal dude. And Bobby <laughs> Warshaw's like, Hey, can I talk to someone about this? <laughs> well, Bobby even put out a tweet. He's like, I'm a big fan of when players speak their minds and I am, and I'm a big fan of Josie Altidore. 
and like that's kind of like all he tried to say and yes then was like, because that's very now let me go correct. go back to being whatever i'm doing not on now, extra time bobby could have just been like um just now getting on twitter what's up everyone yeah <laughs> Bobby, but I imagine Bobby's experience that day was a real life version of that gift from Community where Donald Glover walks in with the pizzas and the entire room's on fire. <laughs> He's just like, the hell happened? What did I miss? That was Bobby's mentions that day. Absolutely. Just what a weird time. Not to mention poor, not just Bobby, but poor Weeby, who's the host of Extra Time. He's he's implicitly getting taken out because Josie's shitting on Extra Time. I know. Weeby didn't really acknowledge it either. He was just like, okay, let me grab my popcorn for this one. Yeah so but, dragging bobby under the tires jesus poor bobby just sitting there minding his own business i mean he got some f-bombs from me a couple years ago but uh well yeah well, it was a couple years ago i know exactly where i was when i was dropping those f-bombs my friend <laughs> i didn't have internet set up at the new house yet so i had to drive to the in-laws in topeka and use their computer <laughs> to f-bomb bobby warshaw that was the time but at least at that time he was an active commentator giving takes that you just didn't agree with he wasn't sit you haven't taken out bobby warshaw on a random podcast for no reason while he's just been (laughs) out of the public eye for a year exactly (laughs) so so funny very strange uh the only other thing i guess a couple things worth mentioning is uh concacaf champions league's back hey that that started tuesday night tuesday yeah it started tuesday night i think uh portland timbers played um, I don't remember if anyone else played, but um, Portland's uh, in the competition. Toronto's in the competition. Columbus is in the competition. Atlanta and Philadelphia. Yeah, so, Portland's playing as we speak right now. We're recording this Tuesday night. They are currently tied 20 minutes in. So, Well, there you go. Uh, MLSsoccer.com put up a thing about uh, teams' chances of, of winning and which MLS team has the best chance, and they think the Columbus crew have the best chance of winning uh okay. CONCACAF Champions League this year it's it's a long road to the final because the round of 16 is between now and April 15th and then yeah. there's the quarterfinals at the end of April and May and then there's a big pause until August for the semifinals and then the final is not until uh the weekend of October 26th damn that's like a couple months off there the midweek of October 26th whenever that well, is I remember extra time was like don't expect Philadelphia to do much here but just just enjoy the ride if there is one you know what i mean just enjoy the games and they'll be okay it's just here we are again man preseason soccer these teams really are not well maybe they're more informed than they would have been last year because it's been an extended preseason so to speak could be so could be uh portland and atlanta play on tuesday yep and then uh philadelphia plays wednesday toronto plays on wednesday and uh, columbus plays thursday and a, a lot of these games, if not all of them, are on FS1. Yeah, so. they got the Champions League rights, I believe. Yeah, so you can check it out on FS1. But competitive soccer featuring MLS teams, it's back. Yeah, man. So. I'll uh, Maybe I'll put it on for a little bit. Yeah. And the only final thing that I think might be worth mentioning is, uh, have you been following this story with Daryl DK at all, the Orlando City striker? You've been hearing about what's going on with him over in Barnsley? Very brief championship. So Daryl DK, he was a, an Orlando City draft pick ahead of the 2020 year, fell, fell to the fifth overall draft pick in the MLS Super Draft. And a lot of people thought he'd be the, uh, the number one overall pick, fell to number five, had a pretty decent year, went over to Barnsley in the championship, and now they're in a promotion battle, and he's been lighting it up. He has seven goals across 13 appearances since joining Barnsley on February 1st, and suddenly they're talking about $20 million price tag on him that Orlando might get. Teams like Everton are supposedly interested in potentially paying $20 million for a dude who a year ago was playing college soccer in the U.S. So, huh? it's just, it's a crazy story. Um, I don't know if Orlando's going to get $20 million for him. Apparently, Barnsley has a, a, a option to buy at the end of their loan deal for $20 million, but I looked it up. Barnsley's most expensive transfer ever in their history incoming transfer was two and a half million dollars so I don't think they're about to beat that by 10 times yeah but, I don't think so either and that that's interesting man and they're trying to are they going to get him back for the 2021 season not I mean not if they're smart because I mean he's good but like 
man, if you can take a super draft pick and turn it into even $10 million, you got to do that. Yeah. That's too much money. And and there's no way his, his stock's going to be any higher than it is now. So that's interesting. It's huh. just, it's crazy. Seven, seven goals in 13 games. And if you see some of the highlights that they put on MLSsoccer.com, these are like, these are good goals. These are not just like little tap-ins. He's like muscling people off and shooting across the face of goal and whatnot. So just an interesting thing to watch because if uh, Orlando can take a super draft player and flip him for 15 to 20 million within a year, that's got to be good for MLS, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's doing things, man. And just a year out of the super draft to, you know, he's been named Barnsley's player of the month, you know, goal of the month for the, uh, for a goal he had. And, and it's just clearly I'm, I'm reading his Wikipedia right now. <laughs> I don't give a shit, but I don't give a shit. He single-handedly got them in a promotion battle for the Premier League. Yeah, that's pretty wild. And he was playing college soccer in the U.S. a year ago. So, pretty cool, cool man. story, man. We'll see, we'll see how it works out for him. Cool for MLS, <laughs> cool for him, you know, and, and we'll see. Of course, you know, not every super draft pick is going to do that, but but I think it just goes to show that, you know, if more players can can go through a pathway like that, it just brings more legitimacy to MLS in the international eye and, and hopefully helps better players continue to come through the league. That's true, man. Cause people are going to be like, where's this dude from? Oh, he's on loan from some Florida team. Okay. Orlando city. What is that? Yeah, Sweet. Yeah. So, Oh, I can go there and go to Disney world. That's cool. Absolutely. <laughs> we should go bro. Talk it over. Double date. One, some, sometime I want to go. So we're going to, uh, we'll figure it out at some point. So I think that's all I got. Well, that's all I got, my friend. I can't think of much else. You got uh, Casey Woso this Friday, dude. Paramount Plus. There you go. If you got it. And, you already, uh, if you already have it for the Champions League, you got it for your uh, NWSL. Yeah, if you had CBS All Access, it just converted to Paramount. Mm-hmm. And uh, games at 9.30, my friend. It's a late one. Ooh, out in Portland. It's uh, a late one. But good game. I think Portland's got a very good team. Mm-hmm. Thorns. Um, we should as well so yep should be good so very excited i will try not to fall asleep thank you guys so much for listening as always we'll be back next week with a new episode make sure you follow, follow us on twitter at no other pod at dan Kuzer at jc max 03 like us on facebook facebook.com slash no other pod or shoot us an email no other pod at gmail.com uh we do have an instagram at no other pod on instagram we've been sharing some stories and whatnot maybe we'll be a little bit more active with that this year who knows get some different perspectives it's not a bad idea we'll see and uh of course hellotushy.com slash no other for 10 percent off your no other pod hello tushy bidet uh it's uh it's a good deal keep your bum clean and healthy splish splash hygienic and uh we haven't mentioned this in a while but we still got a 10 percent off discount code to added time outfitters oh discount code no other pod i saw in the cauldron facebook group someone found those casey whiz uh, bracelets and and they posted in there and they're like hey these are these are kind of cool and uh thankfully one of our Glad listeners you, yeah was looking out ben shalito and he was like hey no other pod had a discount for them at one point and i i went to double check because it's been a bit since we promoted it's still active so i got in there and i was like yeah check out no yeah. other pod and use this discount code to buy some go get you a couple I, i'm wearing the real madrid one right now it's uh they're pretty cool so check it out but Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Maybe we're working on it. Maybe we'll have a special guest. Oh, geez. We'll see. We'll leave you with that little tease. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. Catch y'all later. See ya. Let's go, KC Woso. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.